2: Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life was pretty tough for me growing up. You see, I didn't live a normal life like you probably did. I lived alone on a deserted island. I'm not really sure how I came to be there. It wasn't something I really thought about. I didn't have to sit and wonder about my life, because I had to spend every waking minute looking for my next meal. I couldn't go to a supermarket or get takeaway. I had to hunt and fish and eat whatever I could find. But before I go on, make sure you like and subscribe and hit that notification bell, or you might end up living on your own desert island. The first thing I did when I woke up every morning was go down to the ocean and try to spear a fish. It wasn't easy. The fish were really fast, but I persevered, and sometimes I got lucky. I lived off wild berries and plants that grew on the island. Sometimes I would come across a bird egg in a nest, and I would cook it over a fire made from twigs. I had made a shelter to sleep in, but it wasn't very comfortable, and when it rained, the water would come running through the ceiling and soak me in my bed. Sometimes when I was lying there, I would imagine that one day, someone would come and rescue me. But of course, that never happened. I tried not to think too much about the future because if I did, it would make me depressed. Instead, I just concentrated on my daily tasks. One of my biggest concerns was finding fresh water to drink. One time, I ran out of water and was so thirsty that I drank some water from the ocean. Oh, was that a big mistake. I was so ill, I just lay in my shelter for about three days. I honestly thought I was going to die, but I didn't. I knew that I had to find a way to catch the rainwater, so I collected coconut shells and laid them out on the floor. When it rained, they filled up with water, which was safe for me to drink. Sometimes I would see a boat sailing by in the distance. The first few times it happened, I would run down to the shore and wave my arms in the air frantically trying to get their attention, but they never saw me, so eventually I gave up even trying. I would just sit and watch until the boat disappeared over the horizon. Life on the island was pretty boring. It was the same thing day in and day out. Get up, make a fire, go find something to eat, come home, cook, eat, and sleep. I thought nothing exciting would ever happen to me, but I was wrong. One day, everything changed. The day started off just like any other day. I woke up as soon as the sun's rays came piercing through the gaps in my shelter ceiling and began to make the fire. Once the wood was alight, I picked up my spear and walked down to the ocean. The water was crystal clear, and as I waded out to the deeper water, I could see hundreds of fish darting this way and that. I lifted my spear into the air and waited for the perfect moment to strike. But suddenly, I heard a strange noise coming from under the water. I was about to dive under to investigate when I felt something wrap itself around my legs. The next thing I knew, I was being dragged under the water. Ah! I didn't realize at the time, but I later found out that I had been caught in a fishing net. As I struggled under the water trying to break free, I suddenly felt myself being pulled up to the surface. I gasped for breath and was shocked to see a woman standing in front of me. What? Who? Uh, where did you come from?
1: I was sailing past and I saw you lucky for you i'm here to rescue you
2: i can't believe it i've dreamt of this moment for so long but i thought it would never happen
1: well it has happened i'm gonna take you home and you can live with me
2: it was all so surreal one minute i was all alone on my island and the next i was sailing away on her boat to a new life when the boat docked i looked around everything was so different to my island for one thing it was so noisy everywhere was the sound of traffic and people it hurt my ears Why is it so loud?
1: What? It's not loud. It's always like this. Don't worry. You'll soon get used to it.
2: Everything felt really strange to me. I had never been in a car before, so the first time she started the engine, I nearly jumped out of my skin.
1: What's that? It's my car. It's how we get around in the city.
2: As we drove through the streets, I gazed out of the car window, taking in all the sights. I couldn't believe how many people were around. They were rushing here and there, like tiny ants running through the jungle. When we arrived at her house, she showed me to my room.
1: You can sleep here. The bathroom is across the hallway and my room is at the opposite end.
2: Thank you. It's amazing.
1: Take a shower and then come downstairs. I'll have your dinner ready for you.
2: As soon as she closed the bedroom door, I threw myself on the bed and gazed up at the ceiling. It was the first time in my life that I had had a proper roof over my head. Is this actually really happening? I pinched myself to make sure I wasn't dreaming. Nope, it's not a dream. When I came downstairs, I could see the woman was in the kitchen.
1: Come on, your dinner's waiting.
2: Thank you, ma'am.
1: You can call me mom.
2: It felt a bit strange to me to call her that, but after everything she had done for me, it was the least that I could do. Okay, mom, thank you. She put the plate down in front of me. When I saw what was on it, I was shocked. It was a plate full of worms.
1: Come on now, eat up.
2: I picked up the fork and began to eat the worms. To be honest, I was just grateful to have someone provide me with a meal instead of me having to go and hunt for something. I didn't question whether or not it was a normal meal.
1: Tomorrow you start school.
3: I've called the principal at our local school and he offered you a place there.
2: Wow, thank you. That's amazing
0: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
2: The next morning, I woke up bright and early. I was so excited to be going to school. When I arrived at the school gates, the principal was waiting to meet me. You must be Tom. Welcome to our school. Thank you, sir. Standing beside the principal was a boy about my age. This is Adam. He is going to show you around. Hi, Adam. Hi, Tom. Come with me. Adam was really nice to me. I'd never had a friend before, so it felt really good to have someone to laugh and joke with. So, you really lived on an island all by yourself? Yes, I did. Wow, that's so cool. I wish I could live on a desert island. It can get pretty boring being on your own, though. Yeah, but I bet it was so much fun. I guess so. That's the bell for class. Meet me at the canteen and we will have lunch together okay the morning flew by and before i knew it it was time for lunch my mom had packed me a lunchbox, so i took it out of my bag and went to meet adam here tom over here i went to join adam at his table there were already a few other kids sitting there they were all munching away on sandwiches and pieces of fruit i was excited to see what my mom had put in my lunchbox for me but when i opened the box all that was inside was worms when the other kids saw what was in my box they all stopped and stared One of the girls let out an almighty scream. Why have you got worms for your lunch? I was confused and didn't know what to say. Luckily, Adam saw my face and jumped in. It's just a prank! Of course he doesn't eat worms! I gave Adam a grateful look and whispered, Thank you. Humans don't eat worms, you know? I was so confused. If people didn't eat worms, why had my mom given them to me? She must have known that everyone would freak out when they saw them. Why would she do that to me? As soon as i got home from school i went and confronted my mom why did you give me worms for my lunch people here don't eat worms as soon as i had finished speaking a strange look came over her face and she started acting really deranged
1: you're a fish i caught you in a net so you must be a fish and fish eat worms
2: but i'm not a fish i'm a boy
1: of course you're a fish you were in the water and i caught you in my net
2: as i sat there listening to her ranting i realized that she was obviously crazy i knew that i had no choice I had to get away from her. Uh, I just, uh, I just remembered I have to, uh. I stood up and ran to the front door.
1: Where are you going? Come back, my little fish.
2: That was the final straw. I ran out of the house as fast as I could. I had to get away from her. I ran towards the port, her chasing after me, but I was younger and faster than her. I managed to get onto her boat and start the engine before she reached the port. As I sailed out of the port, I could see her jumping onto another boat and before long, she was following me. Oh my god, she's crazy. I was really scared. I didn't know what she was capable of doing. I pushed the boat to its limit, but it was no use. Her boat was bigger and faster, and within a few minutes, she had caught up to me. She pulled alongside me and started trying to throw a fishing net over my head. What are you doing? You're a psycho.
1: Come here, my little fish. I'm gonna take you home.
2: I dodged this way and that, trying to avoid being caught by her net. I told you, I'm not a fish.
1: Yes, you are. Don't deny it.
2: Somehow, by weaving my boat from side to side, I managed to avoid being trapped in her net. Eventually I saw my island in the distance. If I can just make it to the island, I'll be able to escape from her. No one knows their way around the island as much as I do. I will be able to hide from her. As soon as my boat reached the shore, I jumped out and ran into the jungle. I could hear her footsteps right behind me. How is she keeping up with me? I emerged from the jungle and ran to the edge of the cliff now what am i going to do i turned to face her my heart beating ten to the dozen that's when i saw it in her hand she was holding a butcher's knife i was terrified what is she going to do
1: now that i've caught my fish it's time to make sushi
2: the next thing she lunged at me i quickly dodged to the left to avoid her knife i watched as she went sailing over the edge of the cliff I could hear her scream getting fainter and fainter until it finally disappeared altogether. I looked over the edge of the cliff, but all I could see was the ocean below. Phew, what a relief. She's gone. I made my way back to the shore and jumped back onto the boat. As soon as I got back to civilization, I went straight to Adam's house. He looked
0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: A bit surprised to see me standing in front of his door. Hi, Tom. What are you doing here? Can I come in, please? Sure. What's happened? You look as white as a sheet. It's a long story. Adam's mom made me a cup of tea, and I explained everything that had happened to me
1: oh my god what kind of person feeds a boy worms
2: i thought everyone ate worms until adam told me differently
1: why no we most certainly do not eat worms
2: i don't know what i'm going to do i can't go back and live on the island by myself not now that i've had a taste of living a normal life
1: of course not don't you worry about anything you can stay here with us for as long as you want to really yes really
2: thank you so much that's so kind of you
1: now adam why don't you go and show tom where the spare bedroom is You should get some sleep now you have school in the morning.
2: I lay on the bed staring at the ceiling. And even though I was so happy to be there and I was so grateful to Adam's parents, I couldn't help feeling scared that my mom might appear from nowhere brandishing her butcher's knife in her hand.